What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number seven of the Drop the Puck Podcast. I'm well, we're your host. I'm Justin. I'm here with Pedro. What's going on, guys? Uh, so, Pedro, free agency has finally opened. It has. A few teams made some splashes. There's still there's still some names out there. Uh, I, I, I don't know what happened between the past few years. I think it's this whole being able to talk to the you know the teams as a player now because once 12 o'clock hit, there were deals just being rattled off. So I think by 12.30 there was at least seven or eight signings. I mean, not all of them were the big ones. Yeah, at least. But there was at least, because you were at work and I was just rattling them off to you. Literally. And I was like, yep, this guy just signed there, this guy just signed there. So we're gonna we have a a decent show today, depending on you know how how much we rant, but uh, we have four topics, and we will you know let's just get right into it. We're gonna start off with the free agent signing. So let's drop the puck. All right, so we have officially we're 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 almost done through day two of free agency, and people are on the move. There's a lot of reunions. There is. A, a lot of reunions and going on. I guess I should take my time now. Okay, go for to it. To apologize to you. <coughs> for what? And I think I'll put Woj in here because he was on my side. So I'll apologize on our both behalves. Uh-huh. For what? Um, for Kevin Shattenkirk. He oh. is a ranger. Oh, he is a ranger. He is a ranger. Um, I'll give that to you. Um, I, I personally thought, you know... Who would have want the most money? And everyone pretty much figured that the Rangers weren't going to offer the money he wanted. But he went with his heart. And everyone loves him for that. So, Kevin, welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. We'll get into him a little bit later. But let's let's start right off the bat. Um, let's start off with Trevor Daly going to the Detroit Red Wings. He signed a three-year deal for a uh, total of a little under $10 million cap hit of around a little above three point uh like three million i think it's a good move what do you think i mean if you if you trevor daly the the red wings are on the rise trevor daly just won a cup so he he's looking to i mean i believe that they're they're pretty young you know they're in the rebuilding they have the new stadium coming in they have the new arena i mean so i think trevor daly is a good fit yeah he's gonna be the veteran guy on the blue line you know uh with him and Mike Green, um, yeah, it's, it's a good deal over three years, about three point one a year. Now, do you think he's worth that? You think like they they Trevor Daly? Yeah, I, I think he's worth around the three million. Yeah, he's around the three million range. Yeah, I think he's worth that kind of money. I mean, I think he's proven himself on uh, Pittsburgh when Crystal Tang was hurt during the playoffs. He had to step up. He was one of those guys who had to step up, and he did. And uh, you know, obviously, he won the cup with the Penguins, and I think that raised his value a little bit. I think during the playoffs, I think is, um, I think it, it raises value and it showed him free agency and he signed a three point one in Detroit. So all right, the next luck. the next one, a former Ranger, yes, Mister Dan Girardi, yes, signed a two year six million dollar deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, now, I don't know what's up with Tampa getting no, our former players. I, I don't know. Hey, what, hey, you have you, you have Rangers West in Arizona. And you have Rangers, Rangers East, East in correct. yeah in You're Tampa. Right. Uh, this this deal hurts. It, I mean, it's not good. 
I could just in, in what terms in years and in cap hit he's not he's not a, he's he's not worth three million a year I'm sorry he's not he he the Rangers made a huge blunder and now they give Girardi two years he says he's healthy he says he's ready to go but how long is he going to be healthy for yeah the the thing with the Rangers last year was that they were going to you know play him they were they were gonna they were gonna rest him a few games and they didn't do that. They they really didn't. I think they scratched him what four or five games during the regular season. That's not enough. They said that they were going to give him an easy workload, and they didn't. So he hurt himself again, and he he's just not the player he used to be. And that's because he's a warrior, and I give him that. Dan Girardi is a warrior, but he's not worth a three million dollar cap hit right now. Listen, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Um, okay, why? I, I, I think, like you like you just said, he's a warrior, and you can't forget. Who do the Rangers really have on their blue line that they can rest Dan Girardi? Who? They had no one. Earlier in the season, they had Dylan McElrath, who barely played. And I, to be honest with you, I don't think he was that strong defensively. And yes, even though the Rangers got on a roll, but you need to get those points early in the season. And it, it showed. And, you know, the Rangers struggled a little bit at, you know, in the middle and the end of the season. Uh, there was ups and downs. But without that strong, you know, start to the season, the Rangers wouldn't be where they would have been. And... Yeah, you know, he's a he's a good player. You, you can't say just, you know, he struggled late in the season, late in his career with the Rangers. Yes, it's because the John Tortorella days. Yes. He, this guy laid his body out like crazy. Yes. Crazy. And it tore, and it worn him down. It warned him down. But don't forget, in Tampa, you got a guy, what, oh, what's his name? Uh, Victor Hedman? Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you got Victor Hedman. Yeah, but don't don't even tell me you got, that Dan Girardi is going to be on your f- top pairing with Victor Hedman. Oh, I, I don't think he'll be your top pair. No. You think he's... You, I, I can see him... Second pair. He could be a second pair defenseman. Really? Yes. So who do you see him fitting it's, in it'll with? Be, to it, me personally... Him and Coburn? It could be Coburn. Yeah. Or Schuster. Or he could play, on the se- or he could play with Anton Strawman. No, I see Strawman going top line with Hedman. That they they need they need another left-handed defenseman. They 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 are like the opposite of the Rangers. The Rangers needed a sure. right-handed defenseman, and we we have enough left-handed defensemen. They need a left-handed defenseman. You're right. They have Hedman as their only left-handed defenseman currently signed under contract. You're you're right, but again, Tampa was in on Shattenkirk. They need another defenseman actually. Well, Tampa was in on Shattenkirk, but. Again, term, you know, the wanting to be there. You know, we'll get into that a little later. Oh, but so they're going to add they another. Cre- they were going to add another right-handed shot. <laughs> I mean, when you have that, I mean, come on, like it's Kevin Shattenkirk. I understand y- that, but you know, um, but you know, he could honestly, he could play with Victor Hedman. Why not give it a shot? You know, we'll, we'll see what John Cooper does, but you know, Dan Girardi is a guy who you know will give it to you every single night. He never lets down. He's a guy who'll give it to you every night. Brings that leadership presence. 33 years of age. I don't think a $3 million cap hit is bad. I think that's a good deal for Tampa. Why? What, what did you think he would get? Uh, I, was, I was looking at like probably $2 million. Come on. One, you can't lowball a guy yes, like that. Yes, 1.75 1. No, to $2 million. You can't lowball low a guy like that. Yes, you Look can. Look at his playoff experience. Look at his experience with the Rangers. You can't just offer a guy like that $2 million. That's well, guess nothing. what? I would have offered that, and he probably he, he, he probably taken it. he probably wouldn't have come to my team. No way. But I also don't want him on my team. Because you're, listen, you're speaking from a Ranger perspective. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm you're speaking, speaking from, from a, a Ranger I'm perspective. I'm speaking from a no, because I like Girardi. I like Girardi, 
But Girardi... You, you, Gir- were qui- you were the quickest person to get him off this team. Yes, because he's not good anymore. That's the whole point. That's because the he's Rangers... He's not good. That's because the Rangers couldn't afford to give him rest. But now, he was a top-pair guy with Ryan oh, so, McDonough. So now, so now you're saying, guy. you're going to say, you ta- hold on, hold on. You're going to say Tampa Bay is going to rest him during the regular season? I'm not saying they're going to rest him during the season. I'm so saying he's turn into trash no, again. they're going to rely on him less than the Rangers did. The Rangers relied on Girardi a lot. Don't forget, he was your top-pair guy with Ryan McDonough. Those two were your top pair. And obviously, your top pair plays the most minutes. Okay, but okay. So now he's going so to be on a second pairing. Okay. Or possibly third pairing. I can see it him on the... It depends what John s- Cooper does with Tampa. You know, I, it depends what he does with his defense, and we'll see what happens. But if if John Cooper plays his cards right, you're going to have to put Dan Girardi second or... Obviously, he's going to be your second or third pair. I, maybe he could play first. Maybe he could be your first pair defenseman uh, pairing during the beginning of the season. No, but, I, you, you know, it depends. Again, injuries are going to play a factor into here, so we'll see what goes on during the season. But you can't tell me that Dan Girardi isn't worth... Three million dollars to me. He, that's just he, bizarre. He's he's not. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I think you're a little crazy for that, but I think he's worth three million. He gives it to you every single night. You know what you're gonna get from him. So okay. So now what we're gonna do with all these deals that we bring up? We're go, we'll, we'll say you know, is it was that deal worth it? Do they you know do they do they buy too high? Do they get a steal? Right. I say they bought too high. Okay. You obviously. I, or I do think you think he's right right where he was supposed I to be? I think it's a good deal. I think it's a good deal. Okay. Well, all right. So let me go into this one now. Same exact length, same exact cap hit, mm-hmm. same exact total. Right. So two years, six million dollars total, three million dollar cap hit. Michael Delzato, who's worth that contract more, Dan Girardi or Michael Delzato? Dan Girardi. You wow, you really think so? Yes. Wh- Again, Delzato played. Delzato played well in Philadelphia last season. I I give him credit for that. He played well, but. Again, I feel like Dan Girardi is more of an asset to me than Michael Delzato is. I think a Michael Delzato is like he's twenty seven. Dan Girardi's thirty three. There's there, that 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 alone, the but age st- difference. But still, it, it to me, yes, you have that age difference. But you know, you you can't forget Dan Girardi is such a good asset on the ice. He kills penalties. He could play the power play. You know what you're gonna get every night from him. From Delzato, you don't know. You, you, you don't know. Yes, he's good on. He has a great shot on the power play. But I'm sorry, to, to me, I no, sorry. All right, I think Michael Delzato's contract was worth it. Of course he did. Do you? No. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm glad we're we're a little argumentative right now. Uh, we both disagree. Okay, uh, we're not going to get in depth on every single signing because obviously that would take forever. I'm uh, sorry, but uh, what? I don't know which direction Vancouver is going in. I, I don't. But we'll get into into that later. It, it just makes me mad about how Vancouver is handling things right now. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Uh, the next move, you know, Steve Mason going to be the starting goaltender in Winnipeg. Yep. Hallibuck will be the backup. Two years worth a little over four, um, a little over four million per year. I think it's a tremendous move. Yeah. So do I. I, I think Winnipeg. He, Winnipeg needed. That, you they know, needed that number one guy. They needed a solid number one goalie, right. and I do believe Steve Mason could be it. He, I think he's number three, number three, number three on um, the the all time uh, Flyers list for wins. Yep. So I, th- I I really believe that Steve Mason will help the Jets. 
they have a solid defensive core as well, which also helps out. So I think he'll do great. I think that's a great contract. Uh, do you have any arguments against that, or no, do you I, agree? I agree. I think I think Steve Mason is a guy who just needed a different place to play. Philadelphia is, but he one played of the, pretty well in Philadelphia. Yes, but he struggled, and Philly has one of the toughest fans to play in front of. They get on you like, like, on everything. You can't make a mistake in that building. You you can't make a you can't make a mistake. And with Steve Mason, the fans, I, you know, the fans got on him, and you know, fans at the Wells Fargo Center expect a lot from you. And Steve Mason was a guy who. I think he's gonna. Th- I think he's gonna thrive in Winnipeg. I think he's gonna be that guy. Um, yeah, he's gonna be really good. Listen, <laughs> watch out for Winnipeg. I'm warning everyone right now. Watch out for Winnipeg. No, I I agree. Watch I think they're gonna out. be a very good team. They they have a strong defensive core. Um, their offense with Patrick Line is stellar. Mike Shifley, Mark Shifley, is a guy who's a superstar in this league. Okay, don't forget you got Dustin Bufflin. You got Dmitry Kulikov, who they just signed. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Toby Enstrom, Tyler Myers. Yeah, they're, that's a they're, good defensive they, core. They're solid. And you just solidified your goaltending. So watch out for Winnipeg. So now, what do you do with uh, Hutchinson? Because now you have you have Steve Mason, Michael Hutchinson, and Connor Hellebuck. Well, Hellebuck's an RFA, yeah, so, so if they, they get, have to if they get him re-upped, it's gonna be a battle for backup. And I think that's good for I think that's good for the team. It will show. Who wants it more? And it'll be good for Steve Mason to work with one of those guys. So hopefully, I think it'll be Hellebuck personally. I think Hellebuck has a good chance. Uh, he's younger, 24, develop him. But who knows? We'll see what happens in Winnipeg. All right, next. Um, the New York Rangers made the biggest splash of the offseason. Yes. They signed backup goaltender Andre Pavlik. <laughs> You're such an ass. A one-year, <laughs> $1.3 million contract. Uh, I, I, I like it. I, I think, you know, let's see what Benoit Allaire can do. Absolutely. I think Pavlik has had a all-right career. He's been a starter before. Uh, he's not a starting caliber goalie, though, but it's just one year. I'm completely fine with it. The only one that I actually, I think I told you, the only goaltender I did not want them signing was Bernier. I did not want now him. Now why is that? I, I, he, I just, I don't like him. I haven't liked him. Like, you know, he's just one of those, like, I don't have a reason. I just don't think he's a good goalie, and so Pavlik, you know, Pavlik, I'm fine with. I, I, I'm honestly fine yeah. with Andre Pavlik. It's gonna be interesting to see how he transitions from that starting goaltender position to backup, and a good one-year deal. It's good for the Rangers. So, you know, think about it. Lundqvist needs to. If Lundqvist wins 30 games again this season, say he wins between 30 and 35 games, you're gonna need at least 15 to 20 wins from Andre Pavlik at least. Yeah. If you're going to compete in the Metropolitan Division. So, if the Rangers see he's struggling during the trade deadline, you go out and get another goaltender. Yep. That's how, I think that's how Jeff Gordon viewed it. I think that's how the organiz- organization is yeah, viewing it. it. You know, it's only a one-year deal, 1.3 million cap hit. But we'll see how he works with Benoit, Lair, and Henrik Lundqvist. Again, the Rangers have had very good success mm-hmm. with backup goaltenders. Antti Ranta, um, Cam Marty Talbot. Biron, Cam Talbot, McKenzie Steve Valiquette. Kevin Weeks, <laughs> Mackenzie Skapsky, yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully Benoit Lair and Henrik Lundqvist, they can gel Andre Pavlik to play back up, and hopefully he plays well for the Rangers. They need at least 15 wins from this guy. If Henrik Lundqvist gets 30 wins like he's been getting the past 12 seasons, 
they need Andre Pavic to have a 15-win season. Yeah, so that brings me to a question. How many games do you actually see Pavlik playing? Because I think, now, I could be totally, I'm going off the record, I could be totally wrong on this, but I do remember hearing that I think the Rangers have the least amount of back-to-back games yes, out of they, any team. Right, they have nine. Yeah, I think it's the least out of any least NHL of everyone, team. Yep. So now, how many games do you actually see Pavlik playing? Because this past season, we had a streak where Henrik wasn't playing well, right. and Ronta started, I think, a week and a half straight because he was on your uh, your fantasy hockey team, he and was. you were you were, yeah you were extremely happy. I didn't about make that. the playoffs because you suck at making the settings, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. So, uh, but w- how many games do you see him? Look, Hank is thirty five years old, and he's not at the level that he was seven to ten years ago let's let's all face the ranger fans have to get that in their heads that he's not he's not in his prime anymore you know it's it, it's starting to get to the end of his his career so if i was jeff gordon and elaine Vigneault, i would aim to have longquist play between 50 to 55 games so that leaves pavlik playing at least 20 yeah 20 to 25 i agree so he can afford to lose yeah some games you know it'd be nice if he won them though right so he again my number to me he has to win at least 15 games at least if hank could get that 30 he could get 15 wins that's 45 wins so that's good enough to make it in the playoffs all right um next up is carl alsner a (laughs) former washington capital signed a five-year deal Worth $23 million at a cap hit of $4.625 million a year. Now, I think the biggest thing that actually I felt like Carl Alsner kind of like turned heel as if he was a WWE star. <laughs> he, he turned heel in his, in his uh, I guess, his interview with uh, NHL Network or whoever it was. And he literally said, he's like, you know, I'm determined to win. And I was sick. I'm, I'm sick of being bounced in the second round every single year. I, he said he's he's tired of their not being able to win with Washington, and that was one of the main reasons why he left. So he left to go to, to Montreal, Montreal, so yes. he could lose in the first round. <laughs> and a lot of people actually wrote about that on Twitter, like, yeah, so you go to Montreal, like, what, what are you doing here, buddy? He, he, when you just say that you went for the money. Exactly. I, I don't buy that whatsoever. Just say that you left for the money no because one's... he got a steal. Oh, forget it. That was, So now, all right, so hold on, back to Pavlik. Pavlik, do you like the contract? I do. Good the deal. Rangers, yeah, yes, good absolutely. deal. Yep. All right, uh, Carl Walsner, back to him. Yep. So now they have now. Oh man, Carl Walsner, I don't like the deal at all. I really, I mean, this is just me. I've I've watched him play for Washington. I really don't think he's anything that special. Where do you see him plugging in with um uh, with Montreal? Um, you know that's an that's an interesting question. Do you see and, him uh, plugging in on the first line with with Weber? On the first D pair, yeah, um, it's possible. It could be because Carl Alsner is one of those defensemen who he's kind of like a stay-at-home defenseman type guy. So he kind of reminds me; it's kind of like a Brennan Smith type guy. So yeah, I, I could see that. So you know, Shea Weber could push, play the offensive yeah. way, and he could have he could you know he call, play safe, no, Carl play, Alsner play, will play, play will play home. So yeah, I could I could see that. Um, I could also see him play with a guy like David Schlenko. I mean, why not? Give it a shot. See how that goes. But I think I think it's one of those contracts where 
Montreal messed up. I don't like the deal. I don't I like think the deal it's either. a lot so of money both for a guy there. like that. Um, he has a no trade. He has a modern no trade. He has a yeah. minimal no trade clause. Um, that probably drove him even more to go to Montreal. But four point six for a guy like that. I mean, I don't know. I I think that's a little. I think it's a little too much. I would have gone to the four million range, maybe four, three point seven for a guy like Carl Alsner, but. Now yeah, they, I don't, I don't like Montreal. They have twenty three million locked into seven defensemen, which I mean that's also a little much. I, that Shea Weber contract, I, I keep coming back to it, but I'm uh, it, that's going to haunt them. That contract is going to haunt the living crap out of them. But uh, let's move on to the next guy. Uh, all right, so we have a guy that I'm actually not starting to like anymore. Brian Boyle signed a two year deal with the New Jersey Devils. Now let me let me let me before I go into what he said, I like the deal. I think Brian Boyle's a solid player. I, I he he will definitely bring a veteran presence. He's gonna you know fourth line grinder. He'll he'll do what he has to do. He wins faceoffs. He's he's a good player, but I don't like what he said. He he he's obviously I don't know if he was doing it for the Devils fans or whatnot to get them to like him, but he said that he doesn't mind pissing off the New York Rangers fans. He said he's done Did it. He say that he 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 said it in. In an interview with one of the, with with whoever, but he said it. He said, they said something about going to MSG, and he's like, "Oh, I've pissed them off before. I don't mind pissing off that crowd." And I was like, "Wow, you're you are playing well, you you are playing full heel right yeah, now." And you I, were, I think he was talking about when Tampa beat the Rangers in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Final. I'm assuming that's what happened. He said he's been booed plenty of times at MSG. I guess whether, but I don't remember I don't them remember ever the really Rangers yeah. booing him when he was wearing the jersey. I, I don't remember that. I thought he was one of our best fourth line centermen yeah, that we had. I, in a I long honestly don't. Time. I, I hey, he was one of the guys that I wanted the Rangers to bring back. He would have been a great addition to the fourth line, but now he's a right. devil. So, what do you think about the deal? Two point uh, two point uh, two and a half cap hit per year. No, I I, I like it, was, it. Yeah, it was a good deal. I mean, he had a similar contract with Tampa Bay, except it was a three year deal. So I believe the cap hit was around two point five two. So yeah, it's a good deal for Brian Boyle. It's a shame you didn't get Kevin Shack, Kirk. So, yeah, good well, luck. You will. You'll have uh, Nico Heischer with you, but yeah, good luck. Now, one of the biggest deals, in my opinion, of so far of the offseason, Benoit Pouliot signed with Buffalo, one year, one point one five million. I th- for that value, I Your think biggest, one of the biggest steals. One of the biggest steals. Yeah, like they got excellent value for one point one five. I I think he just got overpaid in Edmonton. Would, oh well, yeah, kind of yeah, in Edmonton. Absolutely, I, everyone I, knew that. I, I mean, he struggled at Edmonton, and when you struggle for f- what three years in Edmonton, four years, your value is going to decrease tremendously. And Dude, that's what he, happened I don't here. even think he lasted that long. So he lasted maybe two that's seasons. What I'm saying. So one point one five. I don't think it was a steal. I just think I do. I, 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 I like just think that's move. what he was getting offered from everyone. And honestly, I think he was just going to a team where he knows he can play. I'm no, sorry. I, 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 you know, I think, you know, if the Rangers offered him something, maybe he would have played the fourth line. But honestly, I don't even think he would have made the team. He for for that for that cap hit, I would have easily taken Benoit Pouliot back. When, when, would he when, make the team? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think he would. I don't know. He, he, that's that's we, tough. Uh, do we want to get into Matt Hunwick? He signed a three-year deal with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think it was a pretty good deal for Matt Hunwick. I don't know about you. Yeah, I thought it was a good deal. Because uh, we have quite a few to go through. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good deal. Um, three years, two point two five cap hit. 
I thought yeah. he played well yeah, in Toronto. Out. Yeah, I mean, don't forget, you just lost Trevor Daly to to um, Detroit. So, you know, you got to bring another veteran guy. But the next one you're about to say is mm-hmm. no, what a deal. Uh, we have Nick Benino. He also left the Stanley Cup champions. Yes. Nick Benino signed a four-year deal, a uh, little over $4 million per year. And this this was, yeah, the, the, the National Predators are the real deal next they just season. Got, they just got better. I mean, that is a solid third-line center for you right there. So it's... It's uh, I like the deal. I, I would have really I would I re- I would have liked Benino on the Rangers for that too. Oh, absolutely, but you know, with the Rangers again, with what happened with Shattenkirk, you know, I think that took him out on a lot of things. So I think the only way they're gonna get a centerman is through trade. But again, we'll get to that. I I thought it was a good deal. I do too. I mean, they just got better. Nick, they just got so much better. And he actually said he's like, if if Pit- if I wasn't going back to Pittsburgh, like Nashville's where I wanted to go. Oh yeah, I, I, and it was probably I think, it, it honestly was probably the atmosphere of playing there in the Stanley Cup Finals. Absolutely. Like, wow, this is an amazing atmosphere. Absolutely. This is where I can see myself. Like, this a, is this he's is a fun. country guy. Yeah, this is fun. He's a country guy, and the fact that they have twenty million left in cap, cap yeah. is unbelievable. It's unreal to me. Unreal. <laughs> like it's ridiculous how good this team is. I mean, they got some restricted free yeah, who, they could, yeah, who do they, they have? Sign. Uh, Ryan Johansson okay, needs to they, be, they still have to sign re-signed. Him. I can't believe that guy's only 24 years of age. Mm-hmm. 24 years of age. So they can pay him. He's a guy who should probably get 5 to 5.5, in my opinion, over mm-hmm. probably the course of maybe five years. I think he deserves that. Um, but come on, look at that defense. You got P.K. Subban, you know, Roman Yossi, Matthias Ekholm. You know, they just added Alexi Yemlin as. But now know, there's there's rumors Ryan that Ryan Ellis. Oof, there's rumors. Sorry about that. There's rumors going around that they're going to try to move a D-man for Mr. Matt Duchesne. I don't. What I've what I've been hearing is they don't want to part ways with any of their decor. Any decor. I mean, come on. You can't get rid of this decor. Their top four is unbelievable. You can't get rid of anyone. I'm sorry. If you want to trade. Some forwards, go right ahead, trade it forward. You know, but I just don't know who. I don't know. But again, they added Scott Hartnell. We'll get into him. He's he's but, up on the list. Uh, Patrick Sharp. Can't, I, I, it's a not. It's a low low risk, high reward uh, deal for the Blackhawks. A one million cap hit. I think the actual contract is eight hundred thousand. Yeah, and I think a, it's signing bonus. Signing bonus that, yeah. was two hundred thousand. Yeah. Patrick Sharp back to the Blackhawks. I think it's a great move with the cap dungeon that they're in they're they're in like cap hell Listen, over the, there in chicago the old, the old blackhawks are back i mean you just got brandon sod back and now you just brought patrick sharp back so they've realized that they were in a hole and when they lost four games to nashville they realized they need to get back to the to basics get back to where they were a couple years ago and they did that, and the loss of Marion Hosa didn't help. So I think that's mm-hmm. really strove them to get Patrick Sharp back in the lineup. Uh, next up, Dmitry Kulikov. We kind of got into him before. I think it's another great deal for the Jets. Their defense just continues to improve. I think they have one of the better defensive cores in the league. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, three years, cap hit of 4.33 a year. I like the deal. You... Good can deal. You, can you argue with it? No? No, good deal. Uh, um, an, another deal next up, Brian Elliott. So now Elliott, <laughs> uh, the Flyers were looking for a goalie. They signed Brian Elliott. Right. This is another deal that I kind of like. Elliott, I mean, Elliott, he was good with. He was pretty good with St. Louis. 
And then I thought he was pretty good with the Flames. Is he the goalie that the Flyers need? No. In my eyes. But I also think the, the, the one thing that has, like, like with the Rangers, what has always eluded them was a number one center. For the Flyers, it's always been a number one goalie. Right. So, I... I, I mean... Go ahead. You know, there was an interesting thing on Twitter I saw, and it was... Uh, how did it go? Pavlik went from the Jets to the Rangers. Oh, the uh, the, the dating? Vonta went from the Rangers to Arizona. Speed dating? Yeah. Smith. Mike Smith went Winter. from Arizona to Calgary. Elliot went from Calgary to um, Philadelphia. And Steve Mason went from Philadelphia to Winnipeg. I think that's kind of interesting. But anyway. Yeah, hey. What, it, pretty cool. It's it's kind of Do you like the deal? Ironic. Yeah, it's it's a good deal. I mean, I hope the fans of Philadelphia don't get on this guy like they've been getting on their recent goaltenders. So, you know, again, I think it's a I think it's another guy who just needed a new place to start. Um, I, to me personally, I think he did struggle in Calgary. Um, you know, he did bring him to the playoffs. He 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 was there. He was you know he's a good good cornerstone player, but I think he struggled most of the time during his tenure in in uh, Calgary, Alberta. So. I'm gonna. It's a good deal for the Flyers. I think again, it's just another guy it, who it, needs. It's a place. deal for Brian Elliott to prove himself. Absolutely. So that that's the way I'm looking at it. Absolutely. What, however, Brian Elliott ends up going about it, then that's that's what's really going to factor into whether it was a good deal or not. Right. Uh, Anders Nilsson signed with the um, Vancouver Canucks. I also I wanted actually Nilsson. I was thinking about him for the Rangers. So solid deal, two years. Two and a half per year. You know, I think the Rangers just wanted that guy who just signed for a year. Yeah. I, I think they just wanted to give it a test run because they do have goaltenders coming up in the, you know, in development camp. So I think the Rangers were just looking for a guy who, on a one-year deal, see how he can perform. Maybe we can sign him to an extension, see how he does. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Rangers, honestly, were looking for... A two or three a two year or two, three backup year goalie. With the backup goalie. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Uh, Sam Gagner. He he also went off to Vancouver. Sam Gagne, yeah. Uh, so he was another center that I was thinking maybe for the Rangers didn't happen. Goes off to Vancouver. Right. Uh, three years, three point one five per year. I like the move, but I think he could have gotten a little less on the market. I don't know if he's really worth three point one five. But I guess let him prove himself. I, he did have a bounce back year. He did have a great in, year in Columbus. In Columbus, but you gotta also look. I don't think he really played that well in Philadelphia when he was with them. So, right, like I said before, it's how you play. To me, it's how you play the season before which really affects your value. I mean, this guy had fifty something points in 80, 82 games or something. Mm-hmm. I believe he played maybe played in eighty games, but. You know, he's again. He's another guy who who's gonna probably be that number two center in Vancouver. Um, so or probably a third line center, but I think honestly, I think it's a good deal. Three years, you're a cap at a three point one million. I, I think it's a good deal for a guy like Sam Gagne if he can produce, if he can produce. the way yeah. he produced in Columbus, which who it's knows? Hard with Vancouver. Yeah, man. exactly. I mean, you, you, Vancouver's a team where I. We'll get into winners and losers later, but Vancouver's just a team where, again, like I said it before, I don't know what direction this team's coming in. Uh, so then Prince Chad goes off to uh, reunite in Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Uh, another solid deal, I believe. 
Uh, I don't want to get too much into him. Nah. Uh, I think it was a pretty good deal. The guy that I didn't want going to the Rangers ended up going to Colorado on a one-year uh, $2.75 million cap hit yep. for Bernier. Uh, then one contract that I really didn't like, I think I like the player. Okay. I like the player, but I think he got way too much per year. Okay. Justin Williams. You think he got too much? I do. Justin Williams, two years worth uh, $9 million total, 4.5 right. per year. He's an older player. Yeah. Everyone knows that. You know, I, I liked what he said, you know, in his interviews. He, he's returning to Carolina, but I, I don't think he's worth 4.5. I'd rather, if, if we're going to, if we're going to, you know, I'd rather Gagne at three point, at th- a little over 3 million, a younger player. I mean, what is uh, Justin Williams? He's, he's an older dude. What is he? Uh, how old is he? Who? Justin Williams. He's 35. 35 exactly. So but 35 4.5 million. I know he's Mr. Game 7, but the the, the the Hurricanes have to get there first. And that's what he said in his interview. He wants to get Carolina back on the map. He wants to get him back in the playoffs. And if you've been looking at his production over the years, I know he's been playing with a great team in Washington. I, I get that during the regular season. That's, you know, obviously peop, uh, the players' productions were high in, in uh in Washington, if you look at his stats, his goal totals went up every single year. He had 24 goals this year. Last year, he had 22. So, he's a guy who, to me, maybe he went somewhere because there was more money. I mean, he's already a three-time Stanley Cup champion, so I don't know if he just wanted to just reunite where he won his first cup. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't think he's worth 4.5 per year. I really don't. He's just going to get older, and I mean, he said it's, it's only a two-year deal. Yeah, okay. I know. I understand that, and I, it's just if I'm valuing the player by how much he's getting per year, he's not worth that much. Okay, so I'm so, going to say it's a bad deal. Okay, so you're telling me Joe Thornton's worth six point five a year? No, you he's, think he's worth less? Yes. How much but, less? But but Joe Thornton's a one-year deal. Right. So and this is a two-year deal. But still, I mean, you had Joe Thornton looking at two-year deals i mean teams offered them two-year deals teams no, offered i them a three-year I, deal. I understand that but like i said i just i hey it's my my opinion i don't think and i don't like your opinion hey, that's fine so you you think the contract's <laughs> good you think it's a good contract i i like the contract for a guy like justin williams again it's kind of like a dan girardi you know what you're getting every night with this guy this guy this guy is a vet who will give it to you every single night and he's a guy who can score goals He's a he's a guy who will get in front of the net, you know. He's a good screen on the power play. So, to me, for Carolina, I like to deal for Carolina. Okay. Done. Uh, Martin Hansel, another center that could have potentially helped the Rangers. Signs a three-year deal in Dallas, a uh, little under, a uh, little under five million a year. I I, I kind of like Hansel too. I, I like I, Hansel. I, 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 he's a big, big he's sentiment. a he's a big guy. Yep. Uh, who I he would he would plug in nicely on I think almost any third line, I think he's a he's a great oh I wouldn't say great but he he, he can get the job done on the third line Absolutely. at the center position right so I I I do like the deal if you look at who they have at center they have Spezza who he he's slowing down I I hope you agree with me on that one it's Jason Spezza is slowing down thirty four years old he's gonna be thirty five. I don't want to get into his just contract, think, but just think about it. 
It's going to be Sagan. It'll be Sagan, Spezza, Spezza, Hansel. Yeah, no, that that's a tremendous Just three. Think about that. Yes, no, that's a that's a tremendous. They're three. looking I, like that team where they got 109 points two seasons ago, and not like the team where they screwed up. They finally solidified their goaltending position with Ben Bishop, yep. which is good, and getting a big guy like Martin Hansel. It's a good deal. No, I I agree with you. Uh, this is an interesting one now, though. Um, Antti Niemi signed to be the new Mark andre Fleury <laughs> with the Pittsburgh Penguins. A one-year deal worth 700000 yeah. So, but one I, I saw a comment and it was like, I think it was, uh, I forget who in the Pittsburgh organization said it, but they said that we're expecting Niemi to play like, I think it was like 30 to 35 games in the season. So, like, you're just going to go with a one-punch, two-punch combination with him and Murray? I, I, I don't understand. I, I think it would be more like 20 to 25 maybe for Niemi. But, I, I, you, you know, you can't forget Niemi was a, you know, he was a starting goaltender league, again, like Pavlik was. But injury concerns with Matt Murray will probably be a concern for the Penguins. So if you have a guy like Antti Niemi in goal that you know can backstop your team, you're comfortable with, Go for it. Again, I, I hate comparing things with the Rangers, but you saw Antti which, Banta. Which deal would you rather for the Rangers? Would you rather Niemi at 700000 or would you rather Pavlik? Just Ni- by going with Cap, I'd rather have Niemi. I mean, 700000 you, 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 you could trade him at the deadline. Who do you think is better, Pavlik or Niemi? Who do I personally think is yeah. better? Honestly. Overall or last season? Both, I guess. Last season, Pavlik really struggled. He really struggled with Winnipeg. So I'm gonna have to go with Niemi. Yeah, so I th- I think that's a tremendous deal for Pittsburgh. Absolutely, I think it is tremendous. Like I wish the Rangers called up Niemi because that's that one year deal that you were talking about Absolutely. for a backup, and it's for a few hundred thousand less. Right. So I I wish we kind of flip flopped with Pittsburgh on that one, but we didn't. So I, I like I said, hopefully Benoit Allaire does does some wonders with uh, Pavlik, but good deal for uh, Pittsburgh. Let's get some uh, bigger names in here. Yeah. Uh, hey, Adam Clendenning. Signed with uh again bigger, the the, bigger. Home, the the Rangers of West. It's unbelievable. And uh, Clendenning is going to finally be set free, and I see Clendenning being a solid defenseman for the Coyotes. Third pair. Third pair, solid, solid <laughs> defenseman. All right. Uh, solid. Uh, Mike Camilleri back signed. Back to LA. So, yeah, back to LA. A lot of reunions. It really is. A lot it's, of reunions. One. Uh, one million dollars, one year. Simple. I like the deal. He fills in. And there's nothing. There's. I don't have anything bad to say about these one-year deals. You, you know, it's interesting because, <clears throat> excuse me. I've. I think New Jersey cleared their cap. They cleared his cap of five million a year. And Devonte Smith Pelly's, because they were going to go after Kevin Shattenkirk. I really think that was the case, and a lot of people thought that. And the fact that they lost a guy like Mike Camilleri, who can. Who can score twenty goals a season? Yeah, um, that sucks. And you didn't even get the guy that you wanted. <laughs> it does. Suck. So that's a loss for New Jersey right there, and a big W for LA. They they stole it. It's a one year deal, one million, like you said. And if he performs better, extend the guy. Good deal for LA. Good to have him back in in California. Ron Hainsey, first time in the playoffs last year, Stanley Cup champion. So easy for him. Just you know, Easy. just get just get him yeah, in. Yeah, you play half a season with, just get, with the just team. Get him and in. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Ron Hainsey signs a two-year deal uh, with Toronto. 
you don't like it, I can tell. No, I, I, this one I do. You do like it. This one I do. I do like the Ron Hainsey deal. He's an older guy. He, yes, he's an older guy, but how many older guys do they have? Now they, well, we'll get into Patrick Marlowe, but they have, I mean, I'm not looking at theirs off the top of my head right now, but I think, wasn't Matt Martin like their oldest guy on the team? Are you are you are you looking at it? I don't know. Dominic is, Moore now is. Well, oh, yeah. So yeah, he's another one. <laughs> he he filled in for Brian Boyle's spot. Yeah, Dominic Moore's that guy. But um, other than that, I think Ron Hainsey is the oldest. Yeah, I mean their defensive core is pretty good now. You know, you got Morgan Riley, you got Nikita Zaitsev, which is, you know, you got those two guys signed for a long time. Jake Gartner and Ron Hainsey. I think those are your top five guys right there. So I think. It brings the veteran presence at the team much needed. Yeah, I, I think I think Morgan Riley and Jake Gartner, I, I think those two will play together. I think Hainsey and Zaitsev will fit together. I mean, I, the the second oldest person on their defensive court is Jake Gardner. He's 26. Yeah. So, it, like I said, it brings the experience. So that's why, that's why I like that deal for Toronto. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a good deal. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's scroll up. Uh, Ryan Miller signed with Anaheim. I thought that was a good deal. I I think I, Anaheim yes. stole that one. Yes. Two years, $2 million. He would have been a backup goalie that I would have liked for Henrik Lundqvist for two years. Yeah, it's interesting, though. But you, you're, Would you not like Ryan I, Miller? I would like to have Ryan Miller as my backup, but... For two years. I know, but I, on, I truly think Ryan Miller is that guy who's going to take Gibson under his wing and teach him. Ryan Miller's not going to teach Lundqvist. You know that. Yeah, they're they're both <laughs> yeah, and they're, and they're both they're both American the goalies. Age. They're both American exactly. goalies. So I I think the Ducks brought him in. Obviously, he's a good goaltender. So obviously, bring him into win win you some games. But I think he's there to really help Gibson become the goaltender that Anaheim thought Gibson would be. I think Gibson has struggled in his couple in his couple seasons in the NHL, but I think Reimler is the guy who's gonna teach Gibson, take him under his wing teach him and gibson will i think gibson will be better once yeah he can no off I, I agree um Bermistrov signed with vancouver a little mm-hmm. under a million again i vancouver, think i don't know what the fuck they're doing <laughs> hey we'll, we'll talk about it a little later right. uh bo benny he's probably one of the best tweeters in the nhl <laughs> you see his twitter he he, he signed with uh <laughs> the st louis blues so that's so that's that's props to them so what is it what is it what it's the what are his jersey logos no. Oh, I, I didn't that, actually. I think it was Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and now it's St. Louis. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So hey, good for them. Uh, Anders Lindback signs with Nashville. Yep. Uh, and then Scott Hartnell would have loved Scott Hartnell on the Rangers. Another reunion tour coming up for uh, just another free agent. Another reunion tour. Yep. One year, one million. Like I said, there's nothing bad that I can say about these one-year deals, and especially for one million. Like, why not have a veteran presence like Scott Hartnell on your bottom six, maybe even, you know, your second line. Right. I, I think it's a great deal, and I, I, t- I texted you. I was like, I really wish the Rangers signed him for that. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's another reunion. I mean, you know, that's where he was drafted. So it's it's a good pickup for Nashville. You know, they get that guy who's, again, a guy who's always in front of the net on that power play. He's a dangerous guy in front of the net. You, that's where he gets his goals from. He's a dirty player in front of the net. That's He stuffs them home every time. So, good pickup for the Nashville Predators, who just keep getting better. Yep. All right. Uh, then the New York the New York Rangers oversigned this this defenseman. He, you know, right-handed defenseman. His name's Kevin Shattenkirk, I think his name is. 
Uh, there, there were reports early on in the day from uh, Mr. Kevin Weeks. Thanks a lot, Weeksy. Who, uh, who you actually like? Oh, you were right. Kevin Weeks just reported this, and then Kevin Weeks like, like yeah. I, I, I know how we were like talking with Terrence Mackin uh, about how Islanders Twitter was in like a like a frenzy with, with the whole with the, with the with Arthur Staple. Yeah. Kevin Weeks put New York Rangers Twitter into an absolute I mean, come frenzy. On. Come on, dude. I was I was at work. I, I was, was uh, yeah, I was laying in bed. I was at work. It was like eleven something, and I'm scrolling through Twitter. It was dead. No one was there, so I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I see Kevin Weeks. I see his tweets, so I'm like, I'm like, all right. So he says, unofficially, yeah. according to my source, the Rangers will sign Kevin Shattenkirk to a four-year, twenty-nine million dollar contract. Uh-huh. I text Justin as soon as that happens. I was <laughs> like, you're right. I'm so sorry. I apologize. And then that, and then he just. He takes twenty his wo- seconds he later. Takes his word he's like, back. I, he's like the he's like the glory of free agency. He's like things can happen. Things can change in a yeah, second. Yeah, and like it just changed. And then people were tweeting, "Oh, Kevin, you know, Kevin Weeks' tweet was premature. It was a false report. This and that." I texted him. I was like, "I take everything. I take back." <laughs> I was like, "I take it so, back." So, so Kevin Weeks put Rangers Twitter into a uh, a frenzy, should we say? There was free agent frenzy. Well, it was New York Rangers Twitter frenzy. Uh, it was. It was a. It wasn't a fun time because then I was like, "All right, come on, do if, do do something, Kevin." If, before before I have to go to work. If he would have gotten that wrong, oh, that would have been. Oh, oh man, he, he would have. You, you could take his him being verified on Twitter. I'd take that away. <laughs> yeah, I think Rangers Twitter would have taken it away from. Oh him. man, but uh, it finally comes out. I think I had work at three. It, did. it came si- out at ten. It came out at like two twenty three or it something. Came, like it that. came out around two twenty that Kevin Shattenkirk. Was signing a four-year deal with the New York Rangers, a cap hit of six point six five million per year. Steal now. Steal. This isn't even us being Rangers homers. I actually argued with some guy on Twitter last night. I shouldn't <laughs> have. He he was just annoying. Uh, if anyone argues that the Rangers didn't get a steal with this deal and a definitely a hometown discount don't get me wrong oh, no kevin doubt. shattenkirk no gave the rangers a hometown discount he wanted to play for the rangers from his interview he's he's now one of my he, he might be my favorite ranger are you gonna go out and buy another jersey it's i'm, I'm definitely gonna have a kevin shattenkirk jersey i can guarantee you after that interview really that he gave to the nhl network i had like i had goosebumps Saying how when he was a little kid and he first stepped on the ice, he pictured himself. If I buy one, playing, is that okay? Playing, oh yeah, we can. Yeah, we. Do you can. want the blue one? I'll get the white one. Sure, whatever. All right, cool. Uh, but <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get a Kevin Shattenkirk jersey. He's definitely now one of my favorite. But of course, people have to say that this isn't a good deal. Shattenkirk hosed the Rangers. <laughs> I, I want everyone to know that Kevin Shattenkirk. There, there was talks that he was gonna demand seven years, seven million per year. And he had those deals from teams. He said, "Yeah, he I, said that teams were offering him seven years, seven million per." I was watching an interview with him. He was on uh, Sportsnet in Canada, and I was watching the interview on uh, YouTube. And uh, he said he had offers for seven years. Yep. But he, the teams that he he said teams he mentioned teams yeah. he was he wasn't just going through the Rangers. We're offering four. The teams that want he really he would prefer to go to are offering shorter term deals and at the end of the day his heart this is a guy who said he stepped on the ice as a kid and he dreamt of being of, of wearing the of wearing the ranger sweater mm-hmm. that's that's what he wanted he idolized brian, brian leach. leach as a defenseman he mark messier jeff bukaboon the 94 Graves, teams pretty much 
Mike Richter. You know, he, again, that's why it tripped me up because I thought, you know, how can a guy leave so much money on the table to go play for his childhood team? I mean, honestly, if I was in his shoes, I would probably do the same. Oh, I would yeah, probably I would, I take. Been, I would yeah. take a major discount, but but a lot would, of players wouldn't because he's in his prime. Yeah, he's twenty eight years old. Now you this know, deal, if, this if, deal if, takes him to 30, 32. 32. and I I love what he said on the, the NHL the three network. Year, the, yeah. yeah, he said. I'll let you take this said, one away. Yeah, he said. You know, it's a four year deal now, but if I play well enough and I get another three year deal from the Rangers, it's seven year. It's seven years. Yeah, I love. Oh God, damn! So, I love it. I mean. And they, he, he's exactly what the Rangers needed. Exactly. They needed that right-handed guy. They needed that quarterback on the power play. They needed a guy like this. And, and I love how he mentioned McDonough. He's excited to play with McDonough. Oh he's excited. He still thinks Hank has enough in he's the tank to oh, get that absolutely. cup. And he said, he said, actually, I'll do a little plug for uh, Woj and his podcast. Go listen to the Garden Faithful podcast for all you Ranger fans. The intro was fire. It's, oh, a little, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a little welcome home. Like I'm coming I feel, home. I feel like I was and then all of a sudden, Anthony. yeah, and then all of a sudden you have you have him doing his quote, and it's like you know, if I can help my my childhood team who I love, and I, I he said it, he still loves like his favorite team still is the New York Rangers. Oh, absolutely, I mean the team he idolized. If he can help that team lift the Stanley Cup, he said that there would be no other feeling, like that, like that's it. Like there's no feeling to beat. That. I'm going to tell you right now. The Rangers will win the cup in the next four years. Wow, that's a hot take. I really do believe it. That's a hot I, take from I, Pedro. I really do believe it. If they if this defensive core that the Rangers have is solid. Oh yeah. Is solid. You have McDonough playing on the left. You got a guy that Shattenkirk playing on the right. It's kinda like a Carl Alsner, Shea Weber type thing if they play together. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're gonna have McDonough be a stay at home defenseman, which he should have been. He's not. He's not known for his offensive talent. This guy is mm-hmm. Kevin Shattenkirk. Is all offense. That's why he got. That's why he gets paid six point five. He's not known for his defensive stuff. But yes, he struggles defensively. But you can't forget this guy's playing the puck in really dangerous ways. Mm-hmm. He's he's one of the guys in the league that does it. Not a lot of people do that. So quarterback on the power play. This is exactly what the Rangers needed. Now they just got to solidify that damn setup position. All right. That was our little rant about the Rangers. They they didn't make any more significant offseason tr- uh, signings yet. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, so let's go on to Brandon Verbata signed with the uh, Panthers. Good I like the deal. I like the deal for them. Uh, let's keep going. Chris Kunitz. No, what about Tom McMore? Do you like him filling in the Brian Boyle role in Toronto? Yeah. I mean, yeah, just another depth guy. Um, one year, one bill. Yeah, I, yeah. like I said, Simple. can't do can't do anything wrong with those deals. They, low risk, high reward in those yeah. in those situations. Absolutely. Uh, Chris Kunitz, like you were saying, signed a one year, two million dollar deal with Tampa Bay. Another deal, I think, is awesome. I think Tampa's gonna be a great team next season. Mm-hmm. I think Tampa's gonna be. Really they're, yeah, they're building something. Yeah, you gotta over watch there. out for Tampa. They're building something over there. I I like the deal. Another low risk, high reward. Look at, the, look at this deal that the Rangers made. Oh, uh, Paul Carey. Yeah, I know. He's he's a great AHL. No, apparently he's supposed to be be a really good player. Yeah, for the AHL. Yeah, so, hey, good for the uh, Wolf Pack. Uh, That was my wolf noise, if you guys didn't know that. Uh, The next next move we will uh, talk about, you know, it it started to slow down after that. Uh, Got some re-signings. Yeah, some some re-signings. But uh, today. Yes, today. Patrick Marlowe. 
signed a three-year deal worth 6.25 per year. Now, I I know how I said before that they needed the veteran presence. Yes. In in you know they they got Ron Hainsey. They 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 brought in Dominic Moore. They have Matt Martin, who he's I mean he's not even really a veteran presence. He's 28. They have Bozak, but now now oof, Patrick Marlowe worth 6.25 per year with a he's he's now with a no movement clause so he's not moving and now he's also a 35 and older contract so what a lot of people don't know which i'm going to say now is if patrick marlow decides to retire his 6.25 is still on the maple leafs books until the duration of that contract is completed so now you have 6.25 going into a 37-year-old who will be 38. So now he's going into he's going to be 41 years old, getting 6.25 million in the year 2000 in the 2019-2020 season. Now, it's it's not next year that worries me, but the year after that. Yep. Oh boy, you can say goodbye to James Van Riemsdyk. Um, in, honestly, I think he gets traded now. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't be. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised with that. But in in the year 2000, well. Next year, it's uh, just all right. So next year they'll be all right. They're 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 th- this is this move shows that they're they're going for the cup in the next three years, because in I, the <laughs> after the t- after next season, Lupul you can say goodbye to, you can say goodbye to Lupul. He's an unrestricted free agent. Say goodbye to him. JVR I see him being moved or he's just not going to be brought back. Uh, Tyler Bozak see you later. You're not being brought back. Leo Komarov see you later. You're not being brought back. Eric Fair, see you later. You're not being brought back. Dominic Moore, see you later. Then you have you have William Nylander, who's going to be a restricted free agent, who's going to command, I would say, at least 4, 4.5 for William Nylander. I, do you agree with that? I'd put him in that ballpark, yeah. I'd put him in that ballpark. So now you have him, and then you have uh, Martin Marcinen, who also is going to demand more money. So he's going to be, I would say, depending on how he plays out, three, three and a half. Yeah, I know we talked about this before coming on air, and you know the Oilers right now are going through trying to resign Connor McDavid. So Toronto's going to have to do the same thing with their f- number one pick, Austin Matthews. And then the year after that, Austin Matthews is a restricted free agent, and so is Mitch, Mitch Marner. And, so, and and then you have Jake Gardner unrestricted free agent that year that's where you're going to really run into a problem with in the last year of that contract patrick marlowe that last year when he's 41 years old making 6.25 that's going to hurt and i don't know what they're doing hey maybe the obviously they're going to try to work something out right they 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 you know shanahan and them they they run the team for a reason so i mean I just obviously their brains are they're focusing on the future hopefully but they're also focusing on the now and right now they're going for it now I I don't like the deal I I like the veteran presence in Patrick Marlowe it just depends on which Patrick Marlowe shows up yeah he's a warrior I think there was a stat that said he hasn't missed a game since like 2011 or some shit like that right so he, he, he he's a he's like a Girardi he doesn't miss games he also I guess just doesn't get hurt maybe it's just luck but now his body's getting older. Six point two five million for him is a lot of money over three years. 
Um, yeah, he'll bring, like I said, that veteran presence. Yes, he can be a 20-plus goal scorer. Yeah. But I, I don't like the deal, especially with what they have to do in the next two years, two or three years. In that case, yes, it's a lot of money for a guy, especially someone who's 37 years of age. But he is a guy who does produce. He has produced for San Jose. You can't argue with that. And he does bring that leadership presence into the locker room. And, yes, it is a lot of money for a guy like that. 6.2 for three years, that is a lot. They were probably the only team who actually offered him a three-year contract, honestly. Oh, yeah, I, I that, think so. They, Toronto was probably the only team who did that. Would it come out for San, San Jose, like, two years worth, it I think, $10 million years, total? Yeah, it was, so it was five like five million cap yeah. hit, AAV. Um, so... He went to the place to offer him more money and more term. So, good for Patrick Marlowe. Oh, yeah, I would take the so, money and run. He's, yeah, I mean, like he's a Carl Al- yeah, like a Carl Alsner deal. Take the money and run. Right. You know, for a guy, though, who didn't ha- who hasn't won a Stanley Cup, it's kind of interesting to see him make this move. Um, but I guess he won in the... Guess you won the cash. So, yeah. So, all right. So, I, I didn't like the deal. I like it for certain reasons, but money-wise... I don't like it at to all. To set up for the future for Toronto, yeah, I don't, I don't like, like it. Yeah. Uh, so the last, I just want to go into a re-signing that just happened today, because uh, this is also an interesting one. It is the Washington Capitals, and they re-signed Avegni Kuznetsov, eight years, seven point eight million dollars per year. The dude's going to make a little over sixty-two million dollars in the total contract. The Capitals are confusing me now. I mean, they did end up moving. Um, they moved Marcus Johansson. For, you know, they moved him for two picks to the Devils. Good on the Devils. The Devils definitely made on that. We'll go out. We'll do that later when we talk about, um, you know, the latest trades. But now, now the Capitals have 14 guys on their contract, on their roster. You're allowed to fit 23. They have under $10 million remaining. What the hell do they do? I, I, what do they do, Pedro? They have to re-sign Burakovsky, so you can add him to the list. But you still have to sign how many guys with under $10 million. Right. And Listen. And then they it's, just... Sorry. That just and, yeah. and they also signed TJ... O- I mean, this was this was actually before last episode. Uh, the last episode. Right. But uh, they signed Oshi to an eight- or nine-year eight year deal. Eight-year deal. So, uh, that's another deal that's mind-boggling to me. And I don't know why they're doing this to themselves. But like, what do you see them doing? Because they have to make it to this certain amount of players. They don't have a full team right now. What do they do? It's time for Washington to go to their young guys. It's time. When you've been eliminated from the second round of the playoffs for the past four, three or four uh, playoff years, it's time. And Washington's window is closing. <laughs> it's closing big time. Yes, you got Ovi, you got Kuznetsov, who just resigned. You got Backstrom, you got Oshi, you got, you know, you got Eller, you know, Tom Wilson. You still got a guy. You still got to resign a guy named Andre Burkowski. You still got to sign a guy. Which, like that. which, with the move that they did today, they'll they'll have the space to do it. Right. Which I actually kind of wish they didn't make the trade because I was saying to you earlier, someone better offer sheet, uh, Burkowski. Someone better because you know, if 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 they end up doing if they end up matching which I think they would, they have like 
less than 1.5 million to sign like six rostered players, and that would be well, interesting. That's where you get people from your AHL team. Again, that this, would be this interesting. Is, this is this is where Washington will go to their younger guys, start developing younger guys. Their window to me is closing. Yes, you still got the goaltender of of Brayden Holby, but the Capitals will not be as good. You also have to re-sign Grubauer. Right. But they're not going to be as good as they were the past couple of years. They didn't, they they're didn't not going to be President's Trophy winners next season to me. They're not. I don't, honestly, I don't even think they're going to be first in the Metro. No. Um, they'll finish top three in the Metro. But to me, Washington is going to start converting to the younger guys. It's, it's, it's that time. You know, teams have that window. Um, and they didn't sign anyone big in free agency. They've re-signed their guys. So, to me, it looks like the the um, oh god, the front office in in the nation's capital is just re-signing the guys that they had that they believe in that could be the future of their team, and then they're just going to get younger from here. They're uh, in a little place called Cap Hell. Oh, yeah. And the Rangers have been there, and thank god they're not there right now, but the Capitals are in a little place called Capel, and they uh, they're accompanied by the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> but uh, let's uh, we're we're done with the the free agent signings for now. Maybe there'll be more throughout the week, which we'll touch up on next week. Uh, but let's move on to the next topic. Now, let's let's talk about these free agents that could potentially sign within the next week. You yep. know, maybe it's two weeks, maybe it's three weeks. The first guy I have to mention is a Hall of Fame. Hall of Famer, nah. Yarmir Yager. <laughs> there's, there's a, he put out a video of him with a bobblehead of himself in the Florida Panthers jersey, and he, he's, he, the, the bobblehead's head is, you know, going yes, it's going crazy, and he says in his, you know, his, his, his accent, he goes, "Can someone please tell him that he no longer play for Florida Panthers?" <laughs> Can somebody tell him he's not playing for Panthers anymore, please? <laughs> it's so sad. Like someone has to sign Yarmir Yager. He's he's coming. He's he's asking for way too much right now. He he's is. asking for like four point five. I think for one I, year. I think I think actually I think there are reports out there from reliable sources that I think his his asking price has come down. Yeah, it it has to. It, oh, it, absolutely. It has to come down. He's forty five years old. He, he but. If his asking price comes down, he will be signed. Yeah, he absolutely. is a very valuable player. Listen, Let's say two point five million. Listen, he can still give you 45, 50 points. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's a guy who can still give you points. And hey, it's a reunion tour season, so y- y- yeah, come 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 I, calling I back to the Rangers. Back to the Rangers, honestly, I could see him go to Washington. Why not? For for two point five, I would. Oh well, yeah, they're in Capel and they need to sign people. I would love for him to end up back in New York for a reasonable price one year reasonable price but dude I just he, he's really funny on Twitter he, he, he's turning into one of my low-key favorite guys funny. on Twitter yeah, I love how he said 1994 I had all, all the GMs, GMs calling 2017 I have zero and there are pictures of him like you know yeah, living like, like, living like a six pack in 94 and then he's just like just, a selfie right now just with his face and uh, uh, so I, I he, he will be signed <coughs> he wants to play he will be signed I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in it uh, Yuri Hoodler do you see him fitting in anywhere he 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 kind of slowed down. I I I'm he's 33 years old. Just came from Dallas. 
at the right price, I can see him on the wing somewhere. I'm not sure where he fits in. Uh, I just wanted to touch up on him. You know, An- another another older guy. Do you want to continue on Hoodler? No, I was going to mention another guy, but go. Jerome McGinley? No, I was actually going to mention a guy named Alexander Radulov. Ooh, uh, we'll, we'll get into him real quick. Right. Um, Jerome McGinley, 40 years old, just came from the Kings. He's been, you know, kind of bounced around in the past few years, but as do all older hockey right. players. Uh, if, if his asking price is, you know, $1 million, one year, sure, plug him in on the bottom six. I could see him going back to Calgary. Another reunion tour? Again. Just, I, just keep the reunion it, tours going? <laughs> I don't know where this guy can fit. If this keeps up, I can play, like, NHL 2004 all over again. And oh, absolutely. It'll, it'll, it's it's just, the same players yeah, on the same team. Exactly. Some of them are retired, but still. Exactly. You know, Jerome is is an interesting guy. Uh, he struggled a little bit in L.A. He, um, he struggled in Colorado his last season as well. You know... If a team is willing to offer, like you said, a one-year, maybe a one, two-million-dollar contract, a team that can afford him, use that veteran presence. I feel like we said that a lot on this show. Yeah. But it's true. So, I, you know, maybe Calgary. Um, to me, he wants a contending team. I think he really wants to go for that cup. He hasn't been in the playoffs in like two years. So I think he wants to, to go for it. I'm going to ask you a question. And then I'll, I'll give my response after. Okay. Uh, it's three unrestricted free agents right now. Uh-huh. All, uh, I bl- uh, all right, yeah, let me just get into it. Uh, th- ready? Top three. Top three. I'm going to give you three free agents. Three free agents. Go. Number one, who's going to help a team out the most. the most to the least? Okay. All right. Shane Doan. Mm-hmm. Yarmir Yager. <laughs> Jerome McGinley. Right. Who, who helps out the most? To, helps out the least? Yep. Go in order, and do you see all three of them being signed this year? Now, are we talking production-wise or veteran presence? No, produ- production, production-wise. Production-wise, yes. Man, you, like helping win a cup. Uh, ooh, yikes! I have my list. You, you know, it's it's interesting. People are going to think I'm crazy because of this guy. I'm going to put number one. I'm going to put Yager at one. Okay. I'm going to put. I'm going to put Jerome at two, okay. and I'm going to put Shane Doan at three. Okay. Um, reason being is Yager, Yager can still produce. Yager's my number one. Yager's my number one, Yager's a 45-year-old guy, but he produces points. You could put that guy in your third line if he could produce you 50 he, points. He's, he's a puck possession guy. That's what, yeah, you exactly. can't knock him off the puck. And he's still got a shot on that power play. So yeah, no, uh, Yager's my number one. Jerome McGinley. Again, another guy who's really good on the power play. Mm-hmm. He give you power play points. Um, the foot speed is a little iffy for me, but I think that's iffy for all the th- all three of these guys. Oh yeah. And for Shane Doan, Shane Doan is a guy who, me personally, I think he's retiring. I don't. Th- I think he's done. Um, I don't know where he could fit on any team. I, I don't see him fitting anywhere. I, you know, I don't see him fitting. Anywhere on the teams, maybe New Jersey, but again, they're not going. Again, anywhere. he wants to be on a. He wants to be on yeah, a contending they're, they're, team. Yeah, yeah. So not Nashville. Oh, well, Nashville does have cap room, but no room on the roster. I think they would rather bring Mike Fisher back than. Oh, absolutely! Mike Fisher's a guy. Yeah, who, he's another unrestricted free agent. Yeah, it's it's interesting though. It's going to be interesting to see 
He's their former Nick captain. Benino, I know, but you know, he just signed Nick Benino, so yeah, I I, I think it, it'll be interesting. I ho- I hope Mike Fisher returns. I, I really do. Uh, so I just flip flop Iginla and okay. Don. Okay. The one of the reasons being, and it's kind of like not even not even stats or anything. It's Shane Doan has been playing with the Phoenix Coyotes or Arizona Coyotes slash Jets for his whole career. Now he he's now f- what he's forty. He's forty. Yeah, forty year old. Finally, <coughs> uh, they parted ways. They're they're done. He's not going back there. This is like his last shot. So I just think his motivation and determination to whichever team contending team, if he does sign with, is going to be off the chains. Like, I think he's going to be more motivated to play and produce than ever before. But that, that, that's also just me. There's no stats to prove it. Who knows if he's right. actually going to. Uh-huh. That's just me thinking. He's been with this one organization for so long, and they haven't really contended ever. So now he's looking for that team that he can contend with, and I think just him, that team giving him a chance to like produce and prove himself at the age of 40, I think that'll push him further than I'll push Jerome McGinley. Yeah. That's just my right. personal opinion. No, yeah. I, you know, the two and three spot was kind of... Yager was definitely number Yager. one for me. Yeah, Yager <laughs> was definitely number one for me. I really hope points. the Rangers bring him aboard, but who knows. Uh, another name, Andre Markov, 38-year-old defenseman. He's commanding a little too much as well, from he what I've heard. A lot. From what I've heard, I think yeah. it's like 5.5 to almost yeah. 6 million. So if you're going to still command that much, you're not going to get it, my man. I, I'm just assuring you that... But if if they if he signs cheaper, I can see him on a bottom bottom pair. Like I don't think his NHL career is necessarily done. No, but like you said, at that cap at a five five and a half, no, no, no team's gonna want that for a thirty year old guy. Um, especially when you're, what does he want a max? Of, what is it? Two years? I think he's looking for. No, I don't. I don't like it. He's gonna have to go down. Um, I see him as a three and a half guy. I think he's still a three and a half guy, so I think yeah, three and a half, four. I think four is pushing for a guy like that. Thirty eight years old. I think it's, I think you're pushing it, pushing it too much. Then again, Joe what, Thornton just signed a. What about P. A. Parento? P. A. Parento. I I I can. He's definitely he struggled. Yeah. He he's been struggling. I mean, the only time I can remember him being. A good player was when when the first stink when he was on the Islanders. Islanders with John Tavares. With John Tavares, and the Islanders are dumb for getting rid of him. Yeah, well. personally, but yeah, I could see him fitting in like a uh, Arizona. Now we'll go on to the guy that you were talking about, Alexander Radulov. Hmm. Another guy commanding a little too much, I think. I, I, apparently, it's just between Montreal and Dallas. I end up seeing Vegas. Vegas too now. Vegas is in the hunt for a Radulov. Well, if if it's money wise, then I see Vegas winning out. But apparently, uh, apparently Montreal pretty much said we gave him his offer. They also gave Markov their, like his offer, like take it. If you don't take it, we're not offering you again. So it's either take it or leave it. Find right. find a contract somewhere else. So I I mean, I I, I don't think Radulov's worth. Radulov is a guy who he played well in Montreal. You got to give him that. He did play well. <laughs> he he produced. He yeah, scored no, eighteen yeah, goals. He, yeah, he he um, yeah he played he, well. He he earned another NHL contract. He did, and it's interesting to see 
how GMs and agents battle it out. And what it comes down to is money and term. And he wanted a long-term deal. I think he was looking for a six-year deal yep. at a $6 million cap hit. A little over, A little I think. over. Yeah. Um, five. Five, five-and-a-half guy. Mm-hmm. Listen, he, again, it was his first... Um, it was his first season back. Good player. I think he played no, well. Yeah, he, you know, he played yeah, well he played, yeah, he played If he's well. willing to come down a million, he'll, he'll, he'll be worth it. Yeah. No, yeah. No, but I, I six, said. what does he want, 6.2 to yeah. something ridiculous like yeah. that? No, not not like that. Uh, one player that I think his career is pretty much coming to an end is Mark Streit. 39-year-old, unrestricted free agent, just won a cup with Pittsburgh. So I see him pretty much, you know, retiring, going off into glory. Drew Stafford, do you see Drew Stafford landing anywhere? Just just ended his stint with Boston. 31 years old. Drew Stafford. I can see him fitting somewhere eventually. Go back to Buffalo. Hey, another reunion, another reunion tour. We know Jason Palmerville's back there now. I think we might actually name this uh, Faces in New Places slash Reunion Tour. <laughs> because there, there, there actually was there really a, are a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then, what about, this is an interesting one. Uh, now Yakupov. I know. I was thinking. I was. I was actually thinking about that yesterday. Under- he's he's unrestricted. Twenty three years old. You know, that's a guy I think the Rangers should pursue. Yeah. No. I, I really I, believe I agree. the Rangers should pursue him. He's a young guy. He struggled big time in Edmonton, and he struggled in St. Louis. Saint, yeah. I think he just needs fresh start. There's young guys on the Rangers. He could. He could be a guy to strive at the Garden. And if I was the Rangers, I'd go after him. But you actually brought up yeah another guy. I was just a about to guy say on Twitter. Yep, another young young guy, very young, twenty three, I believe. Uh, oh, I, we might be talking about the two different people, but I think we're talking about the we're same person. We're talking about the same guy. Yeah, uh, Grigorenko. Absolutely. Yep. Why not? The guy. Yes, he didn't produce in Colorado. God. God, God <laughs> save me right. if he didn't produce in Colorado with the team that he was around. Right. And he was with Buffalo before that. Absolutely. So he hasn't been given the chance to perform. He won't command that much because no one's going to give him more than, what, I would even say 3.5. I don't even know if anyone will give him that. Right. So why not go after him? Absolutely. He, I, I agree. He, I, he, when you tweeted that, I, I agreed 100%. Go, go after him. Young guy, 23. You're, yeah. you're not getting older. It's kind of like a Yakupov. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go after one of those guys. Get young. You're not, like you said, Let them change the scenery. Old. Let you're, them change the scenery. The fact that you were going after Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe before you signed Shattenkirk was ridiculous. Yeah. So Absolutely. go after one of these guys. Get a reasonable cap hit. Mm-hmm. You still have $9 million. Let them Low risk, high reward. Exactly. So, hey. We should be the, the GM of this. The, well, the, actually, the, not yeah. Gordon is... Uh, <laughs> He's having an A-plus yeah, a plus offseason right now for Gordon. But... Other than Yager, he's the only older gentleman that I want on the Rangers. Other than that, go after Grigorenko. Go after Yakupov. Absolutely. Go and after them. 100%. No doubt in my mind. It's interesting because... And if it, they're saying that they're going to move JT Miller to his true center position. Right. Then go after Yakupov. That, that's the problem that kind of scares me. Is I'm going to be honest. I, I, I really do believe the Rangers will win the Cup in the next four years. I really do. But this season... I to me, I want it to be the season, but it's hard to think because you have Elaine Vigneault coming out saying Zabanajad and Hayes are your first or your one and two punch. 
Mm-hmm. Now the fact that you're telling me JT Miller is another natural line centerman, so you're gonna put him at the third, the third line. Fourth, you don't even maybe Elias Anderson, maybe the prospect seventh overall pick will come play. I really hope that they don't this year. I want him to develop. Just develop. Right. Yeah, I don't want them to make him develop in the NHL. You know, honestly, if that was the take case, his, if that was the case, the Rangers would have brought back a guy like Brian Boyle. If yeah. that was the case. But there's definitely something else that's trade, trade, free agency. I really hope it's Grigorenko or Yakupov. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or Yarmir Yager for that matter. But uh, Yager, I would give a one year deal to and then let him retire a Ranger. Why not? But those are my two guys Yakupov and Grigorenko. I agree 100%. I'm actually going to write an article tonight. If he doesn't sign with anyone, I'm going to write a, an article tonight why the Rangers should pursue Grigorenko for bluelinestation.com, which will hopefully be up tomorrow. Or the next day, but this is all dependent on if he actually, if he ends up signing somewhere tonight, then why the hell write Screw the article? It. Because <laughs> he already signed somewhere. Screw it. Uh, that's really that's all the uh, the remaining unrestricted free agents that we're going to touch up on. Uh, let's go on to the next topic. All right, so now let's uh, get into some trades, some trades that happened um, since last episode. We, we spoke about Hamannick, so that was pretty much the last one after, or right before we, like, you know, released the last episode. Uh, but Scandella, the Wild finally traded one of their defensemen. Yeah. They traded uh, Marco Scandella to the Buffalo Sabres, along with Jason Pominville. So, another reunion tour. Another reunion tour. No, did you? Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't hear. I, was, I must have been zoned out or focusing on something else. But... Another reunion tour. Jason Pollenville going back to Buffalo. Uh, I think the Wild got a pretty good haul. They got Tyler Ennis, Marcus Foligno, and they got a 2018 third-round pick. I think it's a pretty good deal. Uh, but Buffalo, I think Scandell is going to help them out defensively. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, when I saw this, I already knew they were out on Shattenkirk. As soon as I saw Scandell, oh, yeah, 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 Buffalo, yep, yep, that's it. Yep. No, I agree. Um, but Scandell is a good defenseman, and I think Buffalo... I think Buffalo now this one on the head, and you know they got they brought back Jason Pollenville like you just mentioned, another home reunion. So hopefully he fits well there with a guy like what's his name, uh, Jack Eichel. Yeah, is that his name? yeah, I think so. Eichel, yeah. Eichel, is it Eichel? That might be. Uh, so yeah, it's it's good, and Minnesota got a nice return of Tyler Ennis and Marcus Foligno. So hopefully those it was, two it was guys. A, it was a good well. deal for both for both teams. Yeah, I absolutely. I think it was a good good back too. Uh, this next deal the, this next deal was an awkward one. Uh, to watch at least. Uh, so Pedro was at work. I was watching the NHL Network, and they were doing the segment. And Elliot Friedman comes <laughs> comes in the in the picture. He wasn't even like sitting down. He just comes in and he, he starts <laughs> talking. Guys, Matt Duchesne has been traded, and they instantly start going. Duchesne has been traded. Duchesne has been traded. They start talking about Duchesne finally being traded, and Friedman sits down, and he he's still like it was it was bizarre to watch because then all of a sudden he he got his phone out. And he turned his mic off, and he's like, hello. And then he, he walks off stage. He walks off camera. And then he comes back maybe two minutes later, or not even, probably like a minute later. And he goes, I'm sorry, Matthew Shane didn't get traded. Uh, but if there was a deal in place with the Predators and the Avalanche. But Colin Wilson's going to the Avalanche, and a pick is going back to the Predators. <laughs> to the predators. So Colin Wilson to the Avalanche. I think it's a, it's a, it's a good move yeah, for that. It's, again, it's, just it's another, the avalanche to bring another yeah, guy in. Exactly. Know. So then there were uh, two smaller deals which we won't get into. Uh, the predators and predators weren't done. 
Predators brought in Alexei M. Yemlin from Vegas. So another guy who had a tremendous career with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, <laughs> jersey should be retired, hung up in the rafters at the T-Mobile Arena. Got a lot of numbers that they can't wear now. That, no, that's what I'm saying. Like They didn't even they play a no game numbers. yet. It's, 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 he was a leader in the uh, locker room, I heard. He he brought the guys out gambling. I heard he scored uh, twenty goals as a defenseman. Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, so I, I don't know why the Knights got rid of him, but uh, they got rid of him to the Predators for a 2019 third round pick. A lot of people were saying that this this trade was a precursor to them shipping off another defenseman in another deal with Colorado right. for Duchesne. But apparently that they they've come out and said that out. that we want Yemlin in our starting lineup on right. opening night. So, there you go. Yemlin. Yemlin to the Predators. I think we missed one here. Uh, Mark Mathot. Oh, Mark Mathot. Yep, yes, you're right. Mark Mathot went to Another Dallas, Golden Knight. Yep. Another Golden Knight who had a great, you know, deserves yeah. to be retired. Number three deserves to go up into the rafters. It's, and, it's, uh, it's kind of it's all, unbelievable. How many... How great these guys were for the team. <sighs> unbelievable. They, I, they didn't even put the sweater on. That's how good they were. It, I, there's nothing else to say about it. <laughs> anyway, they got Vegas got um, goaltender Dylan Ferguson and a 2020 second round pick. Again, how many 2020 picks does this team does this team have already? They have quite a few. Man, that's unbelievable. Uh, then they made another deal for. Um, oh, by the way, good pickup for Dallas. Oh yeah, Dallas. No, I, no, got, yeah, Dallas again. No, I stronger. agree. I agree. How many? You asked uh, 2020. Yeah. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine picks. They have three, three in the second round. That's unbelievable. And they have three 2019 second round picks as well. And another deal between Vegas and the Blackhawks, and this was talked about yeah, for this a was, long time. Yeah, this, this deal has been, So yeah. Marcus Kruger finally moves on to Vegas, and the Blackhawks get future considerations. Now, the only reason why that they waited on this deal was because Marcus Kruger just got paid $2 million from right. the Blackhawks, so they waited for the signing bonus or whatever type of bonus it was to go through. And future considerations, I want uh, his name on a jersey. He, he, I hear he's going to be a pretty good player too. <laughs> Considerations on the back, that's, that's maybe nice number sixty-nine. I don't even think I'll fit. Yeah, it probably won't. It might have to be like two lines. But I hear he's going to be a tremendous player. And then uh, today, today after, Literally just before, yeah, just after before. the, uh, you know, <coughs> after the Capitals resigned uh, Kuznetsov, they ended up shipping away Marcus Johansson to the Devils for a second and third round pick. Great move for the Devils. Devils, I think, you know. It, it's going to keep them away from the first round pick, first overall pick next year, which helps Ranger fans, I guess. <laughs> but the Devils, you know, I see Devils being the bottom of the pack again in the Metro. I think they'll be in the middle, oh, well, conference-wise. Yeah, Metro I'm talking about. Oh, okay, Metro. So I, I think this deal actually helps them stay away from the first overall pick next year, which I'm fine with because I don't... I mean, they already got one, so it's not, yeah. like, you're, it's not like it's going to be another generational player like Conor McDavid, so... Yeah, it's all right. On purpose. So let's uh, go on to the next topic. We have the winners and losers of the f- NHL free agency so yes. far. So this is only my two. Favorite, my favorite time. Two two days in. We're only two days in. Uh, so it could potentially change, but right now, who are your winners? Who are your losers? How many do I get for each? Uh, let's do three each. Three each. Yeah. Okay, my winner, obviously, I think the Rangers are a winner. They got the big fish in Kevin Shattenkirk. Their defense is solidified. Um, you know, they, they still... They, they they cemented one hole. So the defense is, like I said, it's solidified. 
There's another hole in center, but Grigorenko, like we talked mm-hmm, about. Hopefully. Um, so the Rangers could do that via trade, via free agency, so we'll see. So the Rangers are a winner for me. Okay. The Dallas Stars are another winner for me. I agree. Dallas is... So they got bigger in the center. Um, they, uh, in acquiring Martin Hansel, they finally solidify their goaltending with Ben Bishop. They're a team that are, like I said before, closer to that 109-point mark than they were when they only had about, what, 78, 79 points this season. So they're, number, they're another winner. My third winner has to be Nashville. I agree. <laughs> Nashville's another winner. Um Nick Benino, great third line center that they got. Bringing back a guy like Scott Hartnell for, you know, veteran presence and, you know, uh, staying in front of the net. <clears throat> Excuse me for um, power play purposes. My losers, the Vancouver Canucks. Wait, can I just say I agree with all three of your, your winners? I agree completely with all three of your winners. Uh, other winners, the people returning home. It's a reunion tour season, man. Come on, man. <laughs> just those for those Come players. On, they're they're no returning way. home. Uh, that was just a little joke. Uh, but continue. I completely agree with all three of you. So I, I won't even rebuttal it. The losers. The Vancouver Canucks. I don't know what the hell this team is doing. I'm sorry, but I don't. Yes. What direction is, What yeah. direction is this team going? Yes, you bring. You brought in Sam Gagne. Great. You brought in Delzato. Great. Okay, where are you going? What are you doing? I'm sorry, but I don't know what the Vancouver Canucks are trying to do. I I don't see it. They're just trying to fill positions. Um, I I get that, but I oh man, like Bermistrov, I I don't see it. I think the Sedin twins have to go. Once they're gone, the full rebuild begins. Yeah, but I feel bad for the Sedin twins because that team is not good. They're not. I again, like I said, I don't see where this team's going. Yes, they have Henrik and Daniel. They got Louis Erickson. Uh, you but know, even Louis Erickson's not that great anymore. Sam Gagne, like I mentioned before. You know, their defense, they got they have Edler, they have Tanev, uh, Delzato, but they don't have structure in the back end. They don't. And I they're not they're not a strong team. Um and I, I don't know where this team is going. So to me they're a loser. Um another loser. I, I got to put the Boston Bruins as a loser. Okay. You know, Boston didn't... To me, Boston didn't really do anything. Um, I don't know if they went after a guy like... Kevin Sh- I don't know if they went after Kevin Shankirk. I don't know. Um, they're probably one of those three teams. But Boston, I don't I don't see as a winner. Um, you know, they needed to get better. Um, did they even make a signing? I don't even think they made a signing on July 1st. So, they did. Well, Kenny... Uh, Agostino for one yeah. year, eight hundred seventy-five thousand. But a team that, to me, struggled last year, even though they made the playoffs. Um, I think Boston's a loser. And another loser. Man, this is tough. The losers are. It's interesting. Can I throw a loser out there? Please. The Washington Capitals. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> the Washington Capitals are a loser. They they lost Justin Williams. They I mean yeah they re-signed Kuznetsov and Oshie. Yeah. But they signed them both to eight-year deals. deals. Yeah, big deals, big deals. Like what the hell is oh, that? Those are max contracts. And, uh, what the hell is that? They they lost Alzner. Like they they lost some decent pieces. Correct. To to what brought them to the President's Trophy? Uh, 
they're 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 losers in my fa- in, in my eyes. Right. And I don't see them improving because they have nine million dollars worth of cap space to do a lot with. Like they have a lot of people to sign to fill out that roster. Absolutely. So I, yeah, I agree. They're they're, I, they're I, losers. I they're losers. Uh, uh, definitely losers. They're going to be worse. I'm sorry. I don't think that they're going to be as good as they have been the past two three years. And that's just that's just me talking. That's know, not and, me. And I'm glad some teams actually like stay put. You know, like Edmonton. You a know, lot of teams really didn't have room the room to do it. Right. Well, you know, Edmonton, you know, they got, they're going to sign Conor McDavid to a max contract at $13.5 million a year. Totally unrelated. Do you see anyone having the balls to offer sheet Dreisaitl? You know, that's an interesting one. Um, This is going to be one of the topics they, they, that they, is going to be talked about they, throughout the summer. They came out and said, we will match, match anything. We will match Absolutely. whatever. It's interesting because you can't forget Connor McDavid. the The kid's gonna get thirteen point five, no doubt. I can the kid, see it. The kid is a generational player. He's he's the next Sidney Crosby. Okay, um, I think he's better than Sidney Crosby, as we saw because he won the heart. And I was right about that, wasn't I? Not. Yeah, you Thank were. You. you were. So it's gonna be interesting because it's gonna take away from them. Winning a cup, you 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 know, it's uh, it's it's just so hard for them. If you're gonna pay a guy thirteen point five, and then you're gonna have Leon Drysaddle, who's gonna want seven and a half, eight, probably eight point five. Question for you: Edmonton came out and said that they will match anything for Drysaddle. So why not a team with cap in their heads offer, you know, a pretty lucrative deal? Nashville, that twenty million in cap to Drysaddle. And then all of a sudden, Edmonton said that they're going to match it. Like, yeah, if they don't, you have to give them, I think, a first. Depending on how much money that they offer, it's like a first and maybe two firsts or something. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. But, it, yeah, I'm not sure about the draft pick compensation for the restrictive free agents off the top of my head. But if you, if you, you know, put out this lucrative offer saying in your head, Edmonton said that they're going to match it, why not hurt Edmonton for next year for McDavid? So now all of a sudden, they're going to they're gonna sign McDavid next year. Like they said that they they sign him this summer. Yeah, he'll be signed. So all of a sudden they have how much money locked up into two players? That, exactly. And why not? Why not do that as you know as a team with the cap space and especially a team like Nashville who's in their conference? Correct. Why not try to screw it's, Edmonton? It's going to be interesting because why not do that? that exactly. That's like a, a genius move. I would easily do absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. And then if they don't, guess what? I got a player like Leon Drysaddle, and I have the cap space, there so I'm not screwed. It's it's going to be an interesting one. That's one definitely to look at. And another one is going to be Matt Duchesne. What is going to go? If Is Matt Duchesne going to get traded? There's talks with Columbus and Nashville, as we've talked about. It's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. The asking price is unreal. Was it? I, I think I saw a report. It was two first-round picks. Yeah. A top-level prospect. Yeah, Sackick was answering, uh, asking and for It was ransom. just unbelievable. But back to the Conor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl thing, I totally agree with you. You're going to sign a guy to $13.5 million over eight years. Dreisaitl's going to ask for eight. At least. At least eight, eight and a half, at least. So, like you said, why not be in Nashville? Yeah. You know, why not be even a lower-level team like Arizona? Just throw an offer out Just there. Just throw something at him. If he accepts him. it, guess what? Exactly. Throw something at him. That, that. It's either you match it. Or you give me first 
or you give me two first-round picks. Which Drysaddle, in my so, eyes, is totally worth it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, those two guys together is unbelievable. But I, it's it. If that's the one thing I want to look forward to in the summer, it's that. No it, it, it's definitely. I hope it happens. I really hope some GM has with cap space has the balls to throw out an offer of a, a, a really generous offer to Drysaddle because I am very curious to see if Edmonton holds true with matching. Or then guess what? I lost nothing, but now you are stuck with this contract. Exactly, it's, it's it's all mind games, and that's what they should be doing. That's what they should have done. If, like I said before, if if the Capitals didn't trade Johansson, someone someone offer sheet Burkowski right now. Someone do it because guess what? They're not going to be able to match it. And if they do, they have what nine hundred thousand to sign f- ten or ten players or whatever it is. That's crazy. It's it's it's. You have to play those games if you know a team is going to be in cap hell. Yeah. Fucking put them in cap Be, hell. Being a GM, in you got to play those games. I don't know personally. Obviously, I don't know anyone who's a GM. But like you said, like you know, it's all mind games. Play those like games. Everyone's everyone's like, who, what is he going to do? What is you know what's going to happen? Um, but if Edmonton, Edmonton's gonna Edmonton's in a in a tough place because. Yeah. Yes, it was great. You got the generational mm-hmm. guy, but you know you're going to have to pay him the big bucks. Yep. And 13.5 is most likely what he's going to get. And you have another great guy in Leon Dreisaitl, so we'll see what happens. But that's going to hurt them because if they want to compete for a Stanley Cup, you got to surround yourself with some decent players and role players. They won't and be able to. They won't be able to with two guys who's making 13.5 and maybe Leon Dreisaitl, you know, I might be putting the uh, floor there, but... Uh, the ceiling at like nine million, let's just say. Mm-hmm. So per year, so that's already a that's already what twenty something million. It, it's insane. Yeah, no, it is, and well, it's going to be interesting to see how it eventually plays out. But Drysaddle does have to be re-signed this off season, so he his name will come out there. It will. Uh, McDavid obviously still has another year, but they're looking to lock him up. Lock him up now. Yeah, so they're looking to lock him up. But uh, that's it for this episode. It was. A I, I had fun, you know, awesome. talking about it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, some more deals will come out by next week. We'll figure something out to talk about next week. I promise you that. We'll whether it's you know other free agent signings, maybe there'll be other trades. Uh, maybe we'll do a look forward on some certain teams. We'll figure something out. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, oh, we are officially on iTunes. Boom. So we are on iTunes. So if you can go rate, I don't even know what. What iTunes people do, they uh, rate, they rate, they subscribe, and they review. If you guys can do that for us, that would be tremendous. It's uh, the Drop the Puck podcast. We are the only one on iTunes, so no one else better take that goddamn name. We should copyright our name. Yeah, we should. So that's that's us. Uh, The stick, you know, the blue, the blue logo, uh, the the blue, uh, the blue logo. Please go like, uh, not like, subscribe, rate, and review. Please, that would be huge. And, uh, you could find us at uh, at Drop the Puck Pod on Twitter. We're looking for more followers. We're trying to get the the following going. Uh, hopefully, next week we'll have a special guest. We asked him if he could come on tonight, but he's he was he was drinking a few pops. I think he deserved it. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, he he's up in Canada. We'll give you that. So it was you know celebrating Canada Canada Day. One fifty. So Happy birthday, Canada. Yeah. Yesterday. So. Other than that, thank you all for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Peace out, people.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.